Hey sister, did you hear the news? We are having a round two of the Fearless AF book club happening this month on September 26th. I'm so excited for this, you guys. And if you missed round one, please know that this is not your mama's book club, my friends. Join us for a fearless and fun evening out. Yes, we're going to read and chat through an amazing book, but truly it's about so much more than that. It's about sisterhood and connecting with like-minded women and getting yourself in the room and knowing that you belong there. It's an evening out. See you later, hubby and kids, where you get to let your hair down, chat, laugh, drink wine, and just be your crazy, fearless self. I cannot wait to see you there and hug you in person. I know if you're listening that this is probably made for you. So go check out the link to purchase your ticket at laurenlastcheck.com slash events. Check out the show notes if it's easier to do it that way. And I just can't wait to see you in the room. With that, let's jump into this week's episode of the Fearlessly You podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome back, sister. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you're listening to this on the day that this episode airs, I'm really pumped because I am making a very big announcement today over on Instagram in regards to this month's Fearless AF Book Club. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, last month we had our first um, Fearless AF Book Club. We read Jordan Lee Dooley's Own Your Every Day, and it was so fun. There were, you know, about 20 women in the room and it was just such a beautiful experience making connections and really just kind of speaking some things out loud that maybe we've been holding in for for some time now because you know we don't often find ourselves in a room of like-minded women where we feel comfortable enough to share knowing especially that they're sort of on the same brain wavelength because they just read the same thing as you and so you have this connector piece and it's a beautiful thing to do that in a room of just brilliant, shining, fearless women. And so everyone had so much fun round one that I got a bunch of requests for round two. And I will be honest, I was like, I don't know, guys, like September, I'm going to be two months away from having baby number three over here. Ah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I think like tomorrow when you're listening to this, I will be exactly two months away from my due date. So I was just like, I don't know if I can do this, but I, you know, I trusted my gut on this one. I think around two has to happen. It's probably the last one. I don't know that I'd be able to pull off a number three before a number three. I don't know. Um, so the big announcement is happening today over on Instagram in regards to what book we're reading, what the date is and where the location is. So if you are, you know, in or around Detroit, I hope you jump over to Instagram or I can just tell you right now exactly where you can find this info. Um, you can go to laurenlastcheck.com slash events and the announcement is happening there as well. So when this goes live, that will be available to you. I hope you join me. You know, we have room for 30 women last month. We actually sold out 25 tickets. So space is limited. And I just, I don't know. I just hope to see you. I feel like if you've been listening to me for some time, there is a reason. And if you need a sign, let this be it. My friend, this is your sign. Go jump over there, get yourself in the room. And I just want to give you like a big hug and squeeze when I see you with my big old baby belly. (laughs) So, so with that, you can tell I'm really excited over here today, but I'm also excited for our guest, my dear friend, Jackie Kosoff. Jackie and I met through a mastermind that we both joined around the same time at the beginning of this year. And what I love about Jackie is she is so knowledgeable. I mean, she knows her stuff, my friends. Listen, I am the first person to want to hear story. And yes, she gives us that. Don't don't get me wrong. But I want to hear story and I want to be inspired. And I like like I like the fluffy and the fun. That is so me. (laughs) But Jackie, she gets down to business. Like she is a marketing go-getter. I mean, she really gives us some 
tangible information in this. And I think we need that too. So she's balancing me out over here and I'm excited for you guys to get the goods from Jackie herself. So let me introduce her before we jump into this episode. Jackie is a marketing strategist and success coach for ambitious millennial entrepreneurs who loves helping her clients create a life and business that reflects their own version of success. She is the host of the Millennial Success Stories podcast and also runs a full-service Facebook ads and marketing agency. When she's not working, she's probably reading, writing, watching history documentaries, or traveling to historic sites in Europe. I mean, that's a lot of wisdom right there. (laughs) Facebook ads alone, I'm just like, (laughs) oh, she knows her stuff. And I had the honor to be uh, a guest on the Millennial Success Stories podcast as well. So that'll be coming out, I believe, next month over um, on iTunes. If you want to go jump over there and make sure that you subscribe to her podcast as well, you'll be able to hear that episode between the two of us, which I can't wait for myself. So I think with that, we should just jump in here today, right? So without further ado, my friends, here is Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Lauren. (laughs) It's so nice to see you. How are you today? I am doing very well, and I am so excited to be here with you. I'm so glad you're here too. We were just talking for like a good 15 minutes, everybody listening um, before hitting record. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so good to talk about. We better hit record now. (laughs) So I'm sure we'll get into some of that. But because there's, you know, listeners who are tuning in who don't know who Jackie is, why don't you tell us what you do? All right. Yeah. So um, I have a marketing agency, which uh, was my first business, which I started um, uh, end of 2017. And, you know, there's just been so much along the way. You know, I feel like everyone, no matter what business you have, (laughs) um, that happens. And so in this kind of roundabout way, I sort of got to this point at the end of 2018 where I discovered a passion for helping other young women start their own businesses and just kind of tap into their inner potential and really build a business that reflects their own version of success so that they can lead the life that, um, that they've that they've either always wanted or didn't even know they wanted, you know, and, and they just wanted more. And, you know, you can't really articulate that at first. And so it's really just about building a business to be able to live a more fulfilled life. Like that is um, my ultimate mission, but I'm really focusing on the, the kind of early stages right now, the very beginning, because I think that the foundation is one of the most important parts in building a business. And I did sort of find out, you know, a bit of the, the hard way <laughs> with, um, with my marketing agency that sometimes when you build the wrong foundation, um, your business doesn't necessarily um, grow the way that you want it to. So I feel like even though it seems when I say, yeah, I've been in business for like, you know, like a year and a half ish, like a little more than that. Like it seems in some aspects, it seems so much longer than that. <laughs> but I totally get that. And I love that you're talking about the foundation because having started so many businesses myself, I feel like I just kind of jump in without a foundation whatsoever. And then I try to figure out how to build that backwards. And yeah. Yeah, like you said, you learn as you go, and man, that is a steep learning curve. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> so, so take us like back even further, because I always love to ask guests. Just I want to hear like your fearlessly you story, because I know, yes, we're like this is our business, this is what I do, and this is how we help others. But it's come. I'm sure you've come a long way, and there's parts of you that have become more fearlessly you along the way throughout your business journey. Because I always like to say it's it's actually like a bit of a self love journey. <laughs> you you later realize that, and so I love to hear that part of the journey. So like, take us back even further. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. Where do I want to start? Um, I think something that you know a lot of people I think are surprised um, when they when they learn about 
about my story is that I had honestly never really thought of starting my own business until six months before I left my nine to five. Mm. And, um, that's brave. (laughs) Thank you. Um, so I'll kind of, I'll kind of backtrack from there. Um, you know, I sort of, I found myself in a place, um, mid 2017, um, earlier in the year I had heard uh, or I learned (laughs) that, um, one of my absolute best friends from high school had passed away. And, you know, I was, um, it was a rather intense grieving process. Um, and there were multiple layers of grief. Um, we, we hadn't kept in touch and I'd always regretted that. And I'd always planned on reaching out to him. Um, but I, it didn't happen (laughs) because, you know, um, yeah, he just, he, he passed away. And so I was sort of coming to grips with a lot of things that I feel like a lot of young people just never really question until I think later, you know, so I was thinking of things like, you know, what am I doing with my life? And like, am I, am I happy in my everyday life? And like, you know, here, my, my, one of my absolute best friends was, his life was cut short. And, you know, I was like, if my life was cut short, would I be happy with everything that I've experienced? Like, is this enough? Like, is this, you know, what I want to, um, what I want to have my loved ones remember me for and, you know, things like that. And, you know, I just kind of realized that I wasn't in a place like that. Like I had been living for the future. I had been living for, you know, this someday (laughs) that, that may never get there where like, you know, I would just suddenly become successful and I would suddenly have the things that I wanted. And, um, and to be honest, I didn't really know what all of those things were. Um, I knew I wanted more travel. I knew I wanted to experience more. I knew at that point I was kind of coming to grips with the reality that like, if you're in a nine to five job, like that's literally your life every single day for like decades. (laughs) And, um, and I think that that's something that we're honestly not really prepared for when we like graduate college and get into the workforce. Like we don't really think about it like that. Like we just think, okay, this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to go to college. We're supposed to get a job. We're supposed to like, you know, and then, and then we work our way up and, um, and like getting to the next level, getting to, you know, that raise, that promotion, that, you know, that certain, um, whatever that level is for you, um, in your, in, in your field of, of, of work, um, whether that's like a VP position or like, you know, a, a, even just a manager position, um, that like, that's going to bring you success and happiness and freedom. And what I, what I started realizing, um, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of mid, mid, mid 2017, when all this stuff was kind of going on, um, I was like, I was looking around at my coworkers. I was looking around at people that I would meet at networking events who had, you know, kind of the next position up um, than, than I did. And I was thinking, this is not the life that I want to live. I was like, I, most of the people that I met were unhappy. Um, a lot of the women in particular who were, you know, 10, 20 years older than me were, you know, divorced, um, it's like some of them were even estranged from their children. <laughs> like, you know, like the kids just didn't talk to them and, and they like, n- they never got to travel. Like I remember one of the women who, one of my coworkers, she, um, she had worked there for, for decades. And so she did have quite a bit of vacation time, but she spent all of that vacation time visiting her children and her grandchildren because they all lived um, either out of state or out of the country. And so she never used any of her vacation time, like just like for her or to like go to new places. It was like, you know, and, and I realized I was like, that's not the life that I want to live at all. And so, um, at first I didn't really know what I was going to do. I started by, you know, looking for a job, uh, that, you know, had, um, kind of, you know, unlimited paid time off and, you know, like a cool office space and, you know, kind of all those like perks that, um, you know, that people say, will will make you happy and fulfilled in your job, you know, and, and things like that. And, um, and then sort of by, 
um, accident, um, I, I just kind of stumbled upon a Facebook group. Uh, with young millennial women entrepreneurs. Um, it was uh, mainly filled with women in the digital nomad space. And, you know, they were all building their businesses, traveling around the world. And, you know, I had, I had actually just gotten back from a, a vacation um, in, in Hawaii, which was absolutely amazing. <laughs> but um, I was just really, um, I couldn't, I literally couldn't accept that I wasn't going to be able to go on a vacation for another year. You know, like I was just like, cause that was all my paid time off. So I was like, there's, there's literally, there's no way. And, um, so that was kind of my mindset when I found, when I found this group and I was honestly just so inspired by all of their stories about building their businesses. And, you know, just to kind of give some perspective of where I was coming from, I thought that to be an entrepreneur, you pretty much had to, you know, kind of, um, like build a tech company or like start an app and like, you know, pitch to investors and like, you know, get millions and millions of dollars like behind your company. Um, and that was how you started a business. Like I didn't, I didn't even think that, no, like you can, you can offer services and you can kind of start this like solopreneur, um, business and, and, and grow a team and, you know, things like that. So, yeah. um, so it just completely opened up a whole new world for me and I was so incredibly inspired and literally within, so like within like three months of first finding that group, um, I was kind of grappling with this kind of new dream that was forming, you know, for me. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and at first I was, I was in, I was in denial. I was like, no, like this, like, I've never thought about doing this before. Like, you know, and, and, and kind of like, like why, like what, what's happening to me? Like what's going on? Because I definitely had, I thought I had a very strong sense of self at that time in my life. And, um, and so I was like, no, like this isn't me. Like I've never thought of starting a business before. And then I, um, after reading a few articles about some other young women who were basically building full on businesses, um, not necessarily for, um, you know, 100% digital nomad purposes, <laughs> but you know, they were, they were doing something where they had a home base and they could travel whenever they wanted. And they had that, that freedom and flexibility and they were able to build their own, you know, schedule and everything like that. And when I found, when I found those articles and was able to kind of read about their successes and, and things like that, I was like, wow, like, this is, that's what I want. Like, that's were you, it. Were you like, at all like, is this real? Because I know, I know what you're saying with the nomad communities. And yeah. even when I see those women on, um, you know, Instagram or whatever, I'm like, I still like grapple with that. Like, are they really doing, I don't know. It just sort of doesn't seem real sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, and I know there's definitely, there's definitely people out there. Like I know, um, you know, my roommate knows someone who was nomading, who was doing the digital nomad thing for like four years. And she like grew this massive following on Instagram. And, um, but the behind the scenes, what was actually going on was that like, she wasn't really making enough money, um, mm -hmm. to get by. And it was like, and she was just super stressed. And so, um, she, has now like gone back home and is, you know, that like in the nine to five again. And, um, and, 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 you know, kind of from there and that's that, but that was something that I, I didn't want to happen to me, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, and that was the one disconnect between a lot of the digital nomads that I was meeting in this group. Like I was, you know, I was noticing that it was really like subsistence living, you know, it was like just kind of finding enough clients to get to the next destination, you know, and I've, um, and that wasn't something I wanted. I was like, I didn't want to travel full time, first of all. Second of all, you know, I wanted to have a savings, you know, like I have, um, like, like my goals for, you know, like for my life and, and obviously they've evolved over the last few years, but, um, you know, like I knew that I wanted to, um, to travel to potentially have like, um, timeshares or like co-own like places around the world so that I could, um, you know, visit there for extended periods of time. And, um, I knew that I wanted to, you know, own, own property and like yeah. an investments and like things like that. Like I wanted to build, you know, this whole thing, like my sister is a financial um, advisor, um, or like almost she's like in a training program right now. But, um, you know, these were things that, you know, we kind of like sort of talked about a little bit like growing yeah. up 
And so you probably had a value of security, even yeah. though you wanted freedom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I, I want those things. And so I want those things that are, you know, kind of like secure, but you know, I feel like for the first time I sort of saw this like path of freedom that has the potential to lead me there. Yeah. And I think that that was, um, that was really what, you know, kind of just really inspired me, you know, was, was really reading about, um, about these young women who had built these, um, businesses that weren't necessarily, you know, like, um, like full-time digital nomads, you know, they were, um, they were like legitimate businesses, um, that they were essentially running online and could run from anywhere in, in the world. And so, I was like, that's it. That's what I want. Literally, like it was kind of just like this, like switch, like turned on. And, um, within a week I had like signed up for a group business coaching program that was like, you know, all about starting your own business. Um, I had told my parents that I wanted to start my own business. And that was something where, um, at the time, um, at the time my parents knew that I was kind of miserable in my job. What were you doing before? What was your um, career? Oh, I was in marketing. Okay. So you were yeah. still in marketing just for mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. I was marketing for, I was marketing for a small business. And so it was all in house and, um, and I had actually been kind of volunteering on the side for local nonprofits and things like that. Um, so I had sort of been like almost starting a business <laughs> like right. without even really knowing it. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, I was, and I was only 24 at the time. So, you know, I was still, um, you know, that relationship with my parents was still, you know, very, um, very strong and very prevalent in my life. And, you know, and it still is like, I'm lucky enough to be, um, to be pretty, pretty close with my parents and, um, and they are really supportive of me and, um, and my, um, and my entrepreneurial dreams. And that's honestly amazing. Like, um, my parents have kind of been in business um, they're lawyers. And so they have their own, um, legal practice. And so I had never really kind of put that together. Like, Oh, they have their own business too. You know, because I think when we, when we think about lawyers and doctors and like, you know, dentists who are like kind of in private practice, like we don't think, Oh yeah, they have a business. Like that yeah. is, that's a more stable. It seems yeah. more like a stable, secure job. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's really not like they really, yeah. do, they really do go through everything that, you know, that kind of the, like the know, ebb and flow, of, yeah, the, <laughs> the up and down entrepreneurship and, you know, all these things like, and so, yeah, but so literally from that, that point where I made my decision to the day that I left um, my nine to five was only 90 days. Like at that point, I just knew that I wanted to, I wanted to get out of there. I wanted to start my own business. And one of the things that, um, that my dad actually told me was, cause you know, I was, I was like, do I, do I keep applying for jobs? Do I like, you know, like, what do I do? Do I stay in this job? Like that where I'm like, I'm miserable. I'm not growing. I feel like, you know, just really suffocated. And I remember my dad told me one time, he was just like, well, you know, you want to start this business. So like, this is where your future is going to be. So you need to invest your time where your future is going to be and everything else is going to be a distraction. Um, and so that was really great. <laughs> you know, like I was like, Oh my God, like, okay, like I'm doing this. Like, I'm just like, I'm just like, you know, yeah. But, um, and but, you did, I mean, to get a business coach right away, I feel like that took me so long. Like, because investment scared me, you know, like it was just, yeah. it's all that, that mindset stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, it was like, um, investment, investing in a business coach, especially in the beginning, because when I started my business, I actually had quite a bit in savings. Um, and so I was like, all right, like I've got a cushion, you know, but, um, yeah. but I was kind of, you know, looking back, I actually did like a whole, um, I did a whole Facebook live on this. Um, people can, people can go watch it on my Facebook page if they want, but it was about like things that I would have done differently my first year in business. And one of those things was not holding on to that savings so drastically. Cause yes, I like got a business coach. Um, and so I, I did that, but I wasn't necessarily investing in other parts of my business that were going to bring in, um, you know, more clients and more revenue from the beginning. And that was, um, and that was something that, um, 
you know, that, that I would have, you know, done differently if I could, <laughs> if yeah. I could start things over again, you know, but, um, yeah. So I think that was kind of my, um, super quick, <laughs> um, journey from like never really like, um, thinking of becoming an entrepreneur to like literally just like diving in, um, head first. And so, yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of how, how it all started. I want to hear more about what you just mentioned about some of the things you would do differently that you learned because I just, but there's many things that you just, that you said that I want to touch on, but I think we should start there because I feel like a lot of times what happens is either A, people don't start because they're scared mm -hmm. or B, they start and then in a short amount of time, it doesn't go as planned because really they didn't have a plan Yeah, <laughs> and then they stop <laughs> rather than just like, like letting the time go and like giving it mm -hmm. some space and trying it out and then learning from what you could have done differently. So share with us what you could have done differently. Yes. Oh my gosh. And I, I love this too, because this is exactly what I help my clients with. Okay. So, um, in terms of what I would do differently, I know the two things that I talked about, two major things that I talked about. So one of them was, was the investments. Um, so I, I invested in, in a business coach right away. I, you know, was really, um, I understood that, you know, I really didn't know how to build a business. So I needed someone to kind of, you know, show me that to kind of mentor me. Um, and, and so I knew that I needed a business coach. Um, however, I didn't invest in marketing or advertising my business, which is extremely ironic because I was, that's literally what I was doing for other people. <laughs> like I was the marketing strategist. I was literally marketing, um, you know, every single one of my clients' businesses, getting them these amazing results and, you know, bringing them new business sometimes for the first time in, in a long time. And yet I wasn't investing in my own marketing and it really all came back to mindset. And it was really this kind of limiting belief that I had that my business wasn't established yet. And so therefore it wasn't worthy of being marketed to other people. It was like, I was, it was like, who was I to offer my services to like all these people through Facebook ads or, you know, any other form of marketing when I, you know, had only worked with five or six clients, you know, it was kind of like, that was, that was the thought process that I was, that I was stuck in. And, um, and it really took me a while to, to break out of that. Um, and of course, when, when I finally did realize that, um, that nice cushion of savings that I had <laughs> was, you know, I had, I had pretty much already invested it elsewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so it was kind of like, okay, well, like now I, I, you know, I kind of had to put together a less, um, less aggressive, I guess you would say kind of plan to market my business. Um, and, and so that was, yeah, that was like one of my, one of my biggest, biggest regrets from, from year one, <laughs> um, <laughs> which I think a lot of people can relate to because if you've come off of a job where you're used to having income, you're likely like, Oh, I got to save as much as I can of this because it's yeah. not coming anymore. Yeah. Um, or I know I have friends of mine who had full-time jobs and they now have, they now have their own business and they're like, I, they have the mindset of this is what I made. So I yeah. have to make that right away or I am not mm -hmm. successful. And yeah. that's a huge hurdle in and of itself. Like, okay, if you had a $70,000 a year job and you don't make that right away, it does not mean that you're failing. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money to replace, you know? So yeah. I think that there's that whole mindset. So I could see why you, you would hang on to it very tightly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and one other thing that I, that I experienced at least my first, my first year in business was I met my salary. So I met my nine to five salary in like three to four months wow. um, from starting my job. Yeah. From starting my business. Yeah. So, but once I met that, it was like, like I celebrated and I was like, yes, but like, I didn't have a clear plan of like, okay, how was I going to surpass that? Mm -hmm. And, um, and so what, what, what happened was, um, you know, my income, it, my income increased 
slightly. Like there were some months where I did make like double what I made um, in, in my nine to five. Um, but then there were others where I didn't. And, um, and so by the end of my first year, I had made this like literally the same amount of money <laughs> as I made during a year in my, in my nine to five. And so I, I pretty much ended up just like matching my salary for the year. And I think that that was also like a huge mindset thing because I was sort of afraid that I wouldn't be able to surpass the amount of money that someone else had deemed me worthy of, you know, like yeah. so that job, that nine to five had deemed me worthy of X amount of dollars per year. And that's what they were, that's what they were giving me. And so I was, I had this fear that honestly I sort of lived with like the whole first year in business that I wasn't going to be able to surpass that, um, that income number. And guess what? I, I, I really didn't like, I pretty much matched it. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. you know, like I think I may have made like a thousand dollars more than I did like before taxes or whatever, but like it was like, that was it. And so I think that, you know, especially for me now, like helping women in the beginning of building their businesses, it's, it's so important for me that I'm aware that these things might be going on, like, you know, behind the scenes, because that was something that I never really talked about. Like, I never really told anybody that I had a fear of only making <laughs> what I made in my nine to five. And so I think that these are things that, um, you know, these are things that not everyone, but some people do go through, um, you know, when they're building their business. And I know for me also, one of my biggest limiting beliefs my first year was just this kind of fear that I wasn't going to find new clients. Like, and, and it's kind of weird because when I, when I transitioned to coaching, like I didn't really have that fear. <laughs> like there, it really wasn't, you know, but, but for some reason, I think it was, you know, that kind of first business, like, you know, yeah. I, you know, that just like every time I would sign a new client, um, I would think to myself, what if this is the last person to ever hire me? Like, you know, so <laughs> that's like, that's like where I went. And, um, and I remember I was talking to one of my one of my friends who uh, started her business, her marketing business, just a few months after I did. And um, we, I actually, um, I mentored her. She's also kind of helped me out. Like we've just, you know, we have, we have a cool um, kind of, you know, that like boss babe relationship or whatever. But I remember I was telling her about that. I was like telling her about that fear that I had. Um, and she just started laughing at me. She's like, Oh my God, I've never thought that. Like, <laughs> she's like, I've never thought to myself, what if this is the last client that ever? Wow. Like, yeah. She was like, I've never had that fear. And I think just like hearing her say that, like, just kind of put it in perspective for me. I was like, Oh, like, no, this doesn't have to be this like crippling fear. Like, you know, there are people out there who, who A, don't have this fear, B, like, you know, are awesome and signing clients. And so like, you know, like, why would, why should I feel any differently? And like, see, it was just like, I think even just expressing that, like talking to her about it was just super helpful because, um, you know, it's kind of like when you state your fears and when you like, really like, you know kind of lean into them, um, you kind of realize how completely irrational they are. Mm -hmm. And like, that's something com that's completely irrational. Like, why would I even think, oh, this is the last client like, <laughs> yeah. that I'm ever going to sign? Like, you know, it's like, yes, if I stopped, like if I gave up, like if I never pursued another client again, like mm -hmm. then yes, that, that would make it true. But, um, but that's all up to me. Mm -hmm. you know? Oh man. Okay. So first of all, I get the fear because <laughs> I've been there so many times. I mean, especially I can, the thing that popped up for me right away was for my husband and I with our real estate business. There are so many times, especially when the market is slow, that we say out loud, what if we never sell a house again? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What if this is like the last house we sell for this season? Um, things like that, because I do think the fear is, is rational in a sense, but that's, that's that part of you that where I think it's easier 
to lean into that because it's almost like, well, if that was the truth, then I should stop and then I could just stop. And then it's easier to just stop. You know, I think that's almost the part of you that's like, what's the easy way out here? Oh, fear's popping up. (laughs) And then then you follow it. But the second part of that, that I love that you mentioned, because I love to speak to that on this podcast is when you really give your fear a voice, Mm -hmm. how it just, it gives it life. It brings it out in the open. It's suddenly not this scary thing that's hiding in the closet. So you can stare it in the face and say, Oh, you know what? That's not real. And then you move on. Like you just move on. So I, that's so important. It, and it's also important to to note that you spoke it out loud to someone who you trust. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, look, girl, like that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and obviously they were confident enough to say, well, I don't even have that fear. So like, you don't have to either. And then that gives, gives you your power back. Oh, I don't have to either. Yeah. That's, that's pretty big. Yeah. Um, I, I love all of that. And I'm curious, so for the women that you help, because I'm sure there's a lot of women listening who are new in their business or are literally about to start a business, um, can you give some helpful tips or ways to sort of start that foundation from the beginning? I know they can get all the goods when they find you, <laughs> but like, just give us a little something, something. Yeah, yeah, no. And this is actually something I've, I've been thinking about lately. So this is, I don't know, good timing. Okay. So... Um, one thing that I think, and when people ask me, you know, kind of like, wow, like, you know, you started so quickly, like, you know, like how, like, how did you do that? Honestly, it was just kind of like action. Like I've always been very action oriented and I've always been a planner. So for me, I feel like the planning stages of business, like I get even more excited than like, you know, the actual, like, you know, running of a business. And yeah. And so that's why I think that, you know, I just love helping my clients like kind of plan their businesses because like, because like, that's what I just love doing. So, um, for me, it's really not, it's about you, like you need to take action. Like, um, one of the early on, in my entrepreneur journey, I went to this totally awesome event for young women. Um, it was hosted by a local entrepreneur who started her business um, around like between like like she was like forty five and, and between forty five and fifty. Um, and but this had been a lifelong dream of hers. And basically, what happened was she was telling us she was like. Um, you know, she'd always had this, she'd always had this dream, um, to, you know, build her own fashion brand. And, um, and she'd worked in, she'd worked in fashion before. Um, she, um, uh, but, but she had never like, you know, actually started her business. And so when she was like, I think she said when she was 45, she was talking to her brother and her brother about her business. She's like, when I start my business, like this and this and this, and he started laughing at her and she was like, what, like, why are you laughing? Like, why is, why is that funny? And she's like, I'm serious. And he's like, he's like, you're like, you're 45. Like, when are you actually going to start this business? Like when you're dead? Like, (laughs) um, and that was like her wake up call. She was like, oh my God, like he's, he's so right. You know? And, and she, and she kind of talked about how, you know, she sort of got you know, a bit distracted because, you know, she was, so she was working and then she had her kids and she was raising her kids and like, you know, and all these things. And, um, and so, but then she was finally like, okay, you know what? Like I'm, I'm going to do it. Like I've always talked about owning my own business. And so that's what I'm going to do. And, um, you know, she was, um, you know, she was incredibly fortunate enough to also have the support of her husband and everything like that. So like, um, you know, she was able to, you know, kind of, you know, build, <laughs> build mm-hmm. her own brand. Um, and, but that's just, that story really stuck with me because I realized kind of for the first time that there are a lot of, of women out there well, and men too, but you know, a lot of women who are just dreaming about starting their own businesses and they're never actually taking any action to start those businesses. And if you don't Mm -hmm. take action, like you're never going to have a business. Like it's always going to remain this dream. And so I think for me, you know, kind of, I feel like the, the catalyst on the back end, um, of me, like kind of, you know, fearlessly like jumping into, (laughs) to starting my business was really that contrast between, um, you know, like, like being kind of facing, like facing death in the form of, you know, my, my friend from high school and 
kind of realizing that like life is short. Like you don't have an endless amount of time and like, you know, like really anything could happen, you know, like, you know, people say like, you know, you could get your car and like be in an accident, you know, like tomorrow or whatever. Um, and, and like, and not have time. And, and so for me, it was really just kind of like, if I want to start living, like if I want to start living a full life, like that I can be proud of, and then I can say, I at least pursued it, then I need to start acting now. And so I think that that's what's just so important. And one of the things that, you know, I help my clients with is kind of figuring out, okay, what action is actually going to build the foundation of this business? Because I think that that's something that I personally struggled with. Like, you know, I'm really good at taking action, you know, as I was saying, but sometimes I will, will do things and I'll finish things, um, that I never use. Like, and there's no, yes. them. you know, like, I'm just yeah, like, Oh, that sounds like a cool idea. Like, let's do that. Like, right. So what's the right actions? Because that's such a good point. You can take action. You can be a massive action taker. Yeah. But what if they don't move the needle at all? Like, where do you, yeah. where do you even start with that? Cause yeah. you know, this is so funny. <laughs> this actually reminds me of, um, with our Detroit mobile bar business when we first started talking to our friends about doing this, the first thing we did, like, and it was kind of a joke. Um, it actually, it was a complete joke. We, we were talking about it all night over beers. <laughs> and then I literally an hour later after they had left, like an hour after they left, <laughs> I texted my friend and said, just so you know, I saved our Instagram. <laughs> like that was like my first, it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my first action was, okay, we have at Detroit mobile bar, which is, hilarious and great and yeah it is an action but like you know like that's kind of where our minds go like where do I start start a Facebook mm -hmm. group start the Instagram but it's like is that foundation building like where yeah. is there an opportune place to to start yeah and I think that that's going to be different for everyone and I think that's kind of where at least for me personally what I've really found helpful in my journey is being able to kind of take a step back and, and not just dive in immediately, like, you know, to kind of be able to be like, let me, let me like sit with this and like, you know, kind of like meditate on it, like just get really clear about the vision of what I want to create. Um, and, and then ask myself, okay, does this idea that I had, like, does that fit into it? Will that get me from point A to point B? Is this the right action that I'm going to be taking? Because I think that that's something that I also see happen. Not only did I see it happen with myself, but I see it happen with so many other entrepreneurs where, you know, they take action, they're doing things, but it's like, is this helping your business? Like, is this doing anything to build your business and, um, and grow it and things like that? And I think that um, the people that, I've witnessed who've, you know, kind of been able to grow their businesses really fast, um, or what we would consider fast, <laughs> um, right. is like the ones that literally they only do things that will grow their business. Like that's the only thing they do. They don't do anything like, I mean, I know this sounds bad, but like they don't do anything just for fun. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily to bring enjoyment into their everyday lives, running their business. It's literally just to grow their business. And then once they've grown it, that's when they kind of, you know, sprinkle in some fun stuff and, you know, and, and things like that. But, um, but for me, that's just, it's so interesting to see just because yeah, like, you know, you need the right action. And so I really think that the proper mentor, the proper coach is going to give you that, um, that guidance and, and help you kind of figure out like, because you can, you can take all the action you want. Like you can actually, like you can, there's multiple ways that you can build a business. Like you know, there's not just one way. And so, you know, maybe all your ideas could work, but the thing is, is that you need to figure out which one you want to focus on and then what that's going to actually bring to your business, what that's going to grow within your business and decide, is that what you want? Because mm -hmm. I think that sometimes we can find ourselves growing these businesses that aren't really aligned with, with our ultimate vision. And then we're like, oh my God, what, <laughs> like, yes. like what's going on? Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think I've ever, ever took like a 30,000 foot view from the start. <laughs> you know, it's more like after you're most in it. Don't. Yeah, most people don't. And honestly, like, I'm gonna tell you, like, I didn't either, like when I first started, like, and, um, and I think that 
that's, I mean, that's probably one of the, like, one of the, I mean, I have many reasons for, for, you know, like wanting to, um, for helping clients when they're first starting. But that's like one of the major ones is that like, I feel like if someone had told me, like if I had, you know, if I had had that mentor telling me, Hey, like, why don't we think about like what you want this business to bring to your life, what you want this business to look like, what that's going to entail, what that's going to include. Um, and and then we think, okay, is this the way, is this the proper way to build it? Mm-hmm. Like, is this, is this what's, is this what feels good to you? Is this something that you can, um, you know, repeat consistently? Um, and does this bring you, does this actually bring you joy in your everyday life? Because like, if you still, if you're building a business that you're like, and you feel miserable, <laughs> like, you know, right. even though you're making your own money, like that's not necessarily, that's not a long-term plan, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that's where I see the disconnect with a lot of entrepreneurs who aren't able to kind of like, you know, I, I don't know, say like, like make it last or like build, see build success, like in that. Yeah. See it through. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's one of the one of the main reasons why I just love working with clients in the early days because they're really just full of possibilities and it's really all about finding the, the possibilities that align with what they actually want. Mm-hmm. Lots yeah. of clarity work there. <laughs> yeah, I like it though. It's really, it's interesting because, you know, it's kind of like the, like, I remember I was, I was talking to uh, to a coach yesterday. And, you know, she kind of asked me like, you know, what are the, what are like, what are the like foundational principles of, you know, of your like coaching, like, uh, process or formula or whatever you want to call it. And, um, and I was sort of thinking, I was like, well, you know, like, like mindset and clarity is a big thing, but like, I'm just as a person, like I'm very strategic, like, you know, I'm very strategy oriented. And so for me, it's like, I think that, um, it's like being able to combine those things and being able to say, okay, like let's actually map out this strategy. And then once we have it mapped out, let's look at it and see if, if we get that clarity, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like, let's see, like, okay, like, is this actually what we want? Like, yeah. this is what it's going to look like. This is how it's going to operate. Um, is this something that we want to build? And so I think that, um, you know, I'm kind of able to help my clients with that because, yeah, sometimes you, you kind of just find yourself doing the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing, and you don't realize what it actually is you're building. And so being able to get that strategy all out in front of you, um, and take that 30,000 foot view, um, really does in, in my experience, (laughs) bring a lot of clarity to it and kind of help you visualize what your life is actually going to look like with this new business of yours. Yeah. I totally agree. Oh, that's a lot to think about. I actually, yeah. there's just been a lot of times throughout many of my entrepreneurial endeavors where I was like, man, this like isn't really fitting in with my lifestyle anymore. And then you have to reevaluate yeah. and that's, I feel like it's all necessary, right? I needed that first step to get to the second step, but, um, you know, I just think it would have been helpful to think about it from such a big perspective at the yeah. start. So I'm like, am I even over here thinking about it? <laughs> so things, I, like, for me, it's like, you know, I've had to tell myself cause you know, I have a lot of different business ideas that, that I want to do and that I want to <laughs> see through. and like, but I, and, and honestly, like there was a point, um, like less than a year ago. Yeah. So like at the end of last year where I sort of just tried to like do them all at once and, um, and that just didn't really work. And so I kind of had to, I had to prioritize things, you know, and I had to say, okay, like, what is going to get me to a point where I will have the, um, the business, the freedom, like all of it and the space in order to then invest in that new business that I want to start and like, you know, and have, have, be able to have a team that's helping me run, you know, all these different businesses. And, um, and so I've had to get really intentional about that too, Mm -hmm. because, you know, I know, you know, you're, you know, your serial entrepreneur over there and like, you know, and I would love to be too. It's just, I feel like I know that I'm kind of, you know, earlier on, like I'm, you know, I'm still like, okay, let me build this business and then this business. And then, you know, and then the next one, um, because 
because yeah, like there was a time where I did try to like start them all at once. Like I have, um, I, I also have an Instagram account, um, for my, um, uh, for like a travel, um, kind of travel based business, um, idea that I have. And so I absolutely love history. And whenever I travel pretty much anywhere, I'm always going to historical sites. And so, um, I would love to have a travel company that specializes in, in that, like in Mm. having like historical travel tours, like, you know, and not necessarily like, and, and for people who love history, but also for people who just like want to see some of these sites that, are kind of off the beaten path, I guess, like that have like extreme historical significance. They're super beautiful um, that I go to because like, I, I know this history. And when people see my photos, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. Like, how did you hear about that place? You know, and I'm just like, well, it was, um, it was a pretty great place back in the 15th century. Um, so, so like, that's something that I would love to do. And, you know, but it's like, um, when I think of how I want to build that business and when I think of like the things that I want to do with it, I'm not at the stage right now to, to dedicate that time and energy to it, you know? Yeah. I like that you mentioned energy because a couple of things to note there. I do have multiple businesses, but I don't do them alone. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that takes, it takes a lot. It takes a village, right? So, I mean, I couldn't sustain all of them with me being the sole person answering the emails, Mm -hmm. taking the calls, doing the advertising, you know, jumping on Instagram. Like I don't. So that makes it possible. But I think the thing that you had mentioned that really stuck out to me was it's really hard when you are sort of this multi-passionate person to, uh, to understand like, okay, what is the thing that, even though I want to, because I'm a history buff and I love to travel and it sounds fun and new and exciting that it has to go on the back burner right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really hard. <laughs> it's it like, no, trust, trust me. It is like, things come um, up. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's, it's, it's so difficult. And to be honest, like I've had to find other ways to like, you know, really bring history like into my, um, you know, kind of my like weekly, like everyday life, just because Mm -hmm. like, if I don't, um, if I'm not like learning something new or like, you know, kind of immersing myself in history or culture or something like that, um, I'm, I don't feel as inspired, you know, I feel very like, just yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I just don't feel well, like I don't feel, um, yeah, like, I don't know. So for me, it's like, I've had to get kind of creative and I sort of, I came up with this term, like, um, like an alignment activity. And it's where like, for me, like anything that has to do with my favorite periods in history, um, whether that's going to museum, whether that is like watching a YouTube documentary, whether that's like, you know, reading a book, um, is going to help me feel inspired. Um, and like, and that's gonna, and that's gonna help me with my business. It's going to help me with my mood. Like, um, one of the things that, um, that I do all the time since I, you know, I live in LA and absolutely love the Getty and, um, the Getty museum. Um, well, there's two of them. So there's the villa and then there's the center. Um, and so, but the Getty center is really where all of the European art and stuff is. And so that's really my, um, my, my area of passion, I guess you could say. Um, and so I, I love going there and I'll usually go to the Getty at least once a month. Um, just because like, it's just like, it feeds my soul kind of, you know, like I just, I go there, I get to see, um, you know, a lot of the different artwork, um, whether it's for my favorite artists, they have, uh, my favorite artist is Rembrandt and they have a number of Rembrandt pieces there. Um, but I also always go to the medieval exhibits because I love, um, I love the the medieval period. And so just kind of like going there and like surrounding myself with those things. And then also the beautiful scenery, like it's just such a beautiful place. Yeah. Um, it's just such an amazing way to like connect with like everything. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I can connect with history, art, like I can connect with, um, nature, and just all that stuff. And so I think it's so important for those of us who, who are multi-passionate, like find something that will allow you to like, you know, kind of feed your soul with that, like that will allow you to really connect that and keep it present for you because that's going to help you in everything you do. Mm. You know, like if I feel, (laughs) if I feel happier, if I feel 
um, inspired. Um, and like, I'm just like, I'm feeding that side of myself, even if I'm not actually like totally doing something with it at the moment, like I'm not building my travel business yet, or I'm not, um, you know, spending as much time as I would want to writing my novel because I'm, I'm writing um, a historical a series of novels right now. But, um, like if I'm not actually doing that because I'm focusing on my business, because I'm focusing on building like this other dream that I have, like, that's okay. Like, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's going to help. And that's also going to allow me to really like, kind of, I guess, nurture the inspiration that's going to help me when, like, I don't want to say when the time's right. Cause like the time, you know, timing is never right. There's never a right time. There's never a wrong time, like whatever. But, um, you know, like when I get to the point where I've fulfilled the dreams that I've put first on my priority list, and then I get to those, um, those other dreams that I also have, like, I'm going to have that inspiration mm -hmm. and that foundation inspirationally. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I agree. So yeah. So that's kind of what, um, what I like to share with, with other, other multi-passionate. I think that's a really yeah. great prompt for our listeners, you know, just kind of take time to establish, okay, what is, what is an entrepreneur? What is, what is some, what is a dream I want to live out? What is something I want to create for a business for myself? Mm -hmm. And then what is just an alignment activity? Like that kind of makes me think of yoga. I love yoga. It feeds my soul. I feel like it gives me life. Like you said, I don't have to make a business out of it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. have something for yourself yeah. too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> have something for yourself, but to sit down and really say, okay, you know what? This is actually my business and this is actually my alignment activity. That's a really yeah. smart move. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. This is so good. I could go forever. I, I do want to ask you a couple like last questions before we sign off oh, here. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned earlier that you kind of, you're, you know, you're in business mode and until you're not in business mode, which <laughs> knows when that will be, you'll do something fun. But I will say that that's been something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And maybe mm -hmm. that's because it's summertime. Um, and I'm just like, what do I do for fun? Like other than, you know, obviously be with my kids, be in my pool, but what are things I really want to do for myself for fun? So is there anything right now that you're just doing for fun? Yeah, no. Okay. So this is actually really great. Cause I feel like one thing that I've, um, I feel like struggled with like throughout my journey is really just kind of, you know, finding that harmony. Um, and I've started using harmony and not balance to like, you know, describe like work life, what we know is work life balance. Yeah. So we're using like work life harmony. Um, because linguistically speaking, I read an article about this, the term, the term balance denotes like a tug of war. And so one is always going to be like higher than the other, but with harmony, everything can be like in the same plane. Um, so it's a little intro, but what I've been doing recently, um, what I've really been focusing on the last few months is just like making connections with, um, with other um, you know, women entrepreneurs in my area, um, who are, you know, kind of in the same like life stage as I am so that we can have this entrepreneurial relationship, but we can also have a friendship. And so, um, I've also recently found, um, you know, a group of women, they, we kind of do, I feel like you would call it like a woman's circle, but it's sort of like a, it's, yeah, it's like a, we, we like, I just, I just went to my first one the other week, but like, they're going to have another one, like it, at the end of the month or whatever. So, but it's just kind of like everyone there was like, you know, ha they either had a business or they were building a business and, um, and we were able to just kind of wind down together. You know, we were able to just kind of relax and like, yeah, sometimes we talked about our businesses and what we wanted to do, but we also just talked about other stuff. And I think that, you know, that's something that I've really, really loved finding. And also, you know, in our, um, you know, with the women in our mastermind group that, <laughs> that we were in together, you know, just being able to find those people who you can connect to, yes, on a, as a business owner and stuff like that, but also like socially is so incredibly important because I think that that's how you're gonna like grow, you know, mm -hmm. as like a person and as a business owner, because like, don't get me wrong. Like I love all my friends who are like still in the nine to five and like, you know, still living that life and stuff like that. But it's just kind of like, you know, we're going through different things and, you know, so like 
you know, they're stressing about the raise or the promotion or, you know, whatever. And like, you know, and we're stressing about, okay, building our business, getting clients and like <laughs> you know, doing all yeah. these things. And so it's just so nice to be able to combine friendship and, um, and kind of entrepreneurial relations, um, in, in, in groups like that. And so I'm really, you know, I mean, I love our, you know, our mastermind group, but you know, we are, we connect with each other virtually. So right. for the most in person, part, this is, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really finding, you know, good, good groups of women to connect with in person, because I do think that that is so important as yeah. well, you know? So yes, yeah. real human connection. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. Last question. So let's say you meet somebody just randomly, a new friend of yours, an in-person connection. And they say, mm -hmm. Jackie, I just really want to know how I can be more fearlessly myself. What would you tell them? Yeah. Um, one, so, okay. Yeah. So I know what I, I would tell them. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, how, how, how am I going to like, I'm like thinking about how I'm wording this here. Like, cause I want to use, um, use some examples too, really quick. Um, so I would just say to start talking about whatever it is you're passionate about, whatever it is you're dreaming of. Um, I know for me personally, like I absolutely love history. And I've always loved history. Like I knew, like I I knew too much about history. Like when I was in elementary school, I was actually marked down because I was too detailed in one of my like one of my like little fifth grade assignments or whatever. But um, like my uh, my teacher did um did reverse that grading, but I still remember. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but it's like, I've always loved history and, you know, growing up in school, like history was not a cool subject, you know, like people didn't want other people to like, I didn't want people to know that I liked history because everyone was like, Oh, that's such a, like, that's such an uncool subject. Like you're so weird. And <laughs> I um, love history. So I just, <laughs> God, that was my right, thank you. Okay. Awesome. Wonderful. I'm glad that I'm glad we give can. me all the history and no math, please. <laughs> yeah, so, but for me, it's like, I recently, like literally, so in college was the first time that I felt like I could openly even say that I love history. Mm -hmm. And so more recently I've actually started talking to like my friends who, you know, obviously I, they give me permission first, but you know, about kind of more of the specifics about the things that I love in history and the people and the events and the times. And, and because, you know, all of that stuff just like lights me up. And so when I'm talking to someone about history, I take the view of like, you know, from people's lives. So I'm pretty much telling somebody like a mini biography, um, sort of like, you know, getting to know them. Um, and like just hearing my friends, like, yeah, sometimes they get bored and they're like, all right, like, <laughs> you know, like, I like back off. But, um, you know, other times they're just like, wow, that's so fascinating. Like I, you know, when I, when I was in school, like I didn't like history, but like, if we learned history that way, like if we learned about things like that, like I would have been so interested, I would have loved it. And so for me, that's been a really big step is just being able to talk about it and just like really being able to like lean into it. And I think ironically, like um, Game of Thrones actually sort of like gave me permission to do that because I, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but um, one of the main influences for it is the, Rose, the, the Wars of the Roses. And that's like my absolute favorite period in history. I like know it backwards and forwards. And so, um, yeah, so I just, I can talk about that all day. So <laughs> when, I, when I make that segue, sometimes people like, you know, they're like, oh, wow, like, okay, so what are the parallels? I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, like, let me tell um, you. <laughs> but one thing I've started doing in my business is actually, well, when it comes to my business, when it comes to my dreams for my life and my business is I've actually just started talking about them more. And I've sort of started with random strangers. <laughs> like, so I'll, you know, like I'll meet people like at, you know, events or whatever. And like, we're like, oh yeah, we're like both entrepreneurs. And I'm like, okay, like awesome. Like, you know, what is your like, you know, and we'll start talking about our goals for our business and our lives. And like, I'll just tell people like my craziest dreams, like, you know, things that, you know, no, like I would most likely tell, you know, someone in my normal life and they would be like, okay, like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, sure. Like you want to do that, you know? And so I've just started kind of doing that just to kind of get myself like more accepting mm. of like, yes, that is a dream that I have it is totally possible. Like it might sound crazy now, but like when I actually do it, like think about all the things that sounded crazy 
and then people have actually done it, you know? So like a hundred years ago, people would have said that, you know, we were crazy for even thinking about like, you know, sending a man up in space or something like that, you know? And now it's like a regular thing that happens like, you know, like all the time. So I think that, um, that's just, that's actually really helped me like mindset wise, just kind of like really lean into my dreams and really help me feel like, yeah, no, like these aren't only possible, like these are totally going to happen. And like my life, my life may not look anything like I want it to right now. Like when those dreams are, are fulfilled, but that doesn't mean that I can't get there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. so. I love you know. it. That's awesome. Ah, so good. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, all right. Well, listen, if anybody is like, I'm on this path and I need somebody help, <laughs> where do they find you? Yeah, no. So I love to connect with people on Instagram. So that's uh, Jackie Kossoff underscore LA. And um, I also, I mean, yeah, my, I have, I have some, yes, I have stuff on my, on my website. Um, JackieCossoff.com, but I also really wanted to highlight my podcast as well, um, mm-hmm. the Millennial Success Stories podcast, which Lauren is going to be making an appearance on. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, so because I, I just launched that um, a few months ago, and I've absolutely been loving it, and I've been able to connect with such amazing women who are also building, you know, building a life that reflects their own dreams. So, love it. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you, Jackie. I so appreciate your time. I'm excited for women to connect with you. And I know that we're going to get you over into the Facebook group to do a little workshop yourself. So keep a lookout for that. Anybody listening that's like, I want to learn more. Um, yes, I'm so, so excited. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right. We'll talk soon, sister. Okay. Soul sister, thank you for being here today. I am so honored that you joined me and I would be so grateful if you would share this with a sister who needs it. You can do so on social media by hashtagging fearlessly you podcast. And of course, feel free to tag me at Lauren Lastcheck. And if you are feeling so inspired to pop over on iTunes and leave a review, that is how we get this into the hands of more women to become more fearless. Of course, I would adore you joining me over on my website, laurenlazcheck.com. That's where you'll find more information, more community, and where we'll all get more fearless together. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Have a beautiful, fearless day.